Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead service family members, by the way, we are experiencing the standing between the living and the dead service number 700. <coughs> Pardon me. Number 700 today. So we thank God. We give him the glory and we thank you for going on this journey with us. Beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the Scripture and the Sense podcast, episode number 958, where I simply read the Word of God, the Holy Bible, and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary and or the Matthew Henry commentary or some other weighty commentary or study Bible. My beloved, this podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 8 where it says Ezra and the Levites read in the book in the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. So the aim of this simple podcast is that through the simple reading of the word of God and the giving of the sense of it, the church would be revived and the world would be awakened. and saved from the wrath of God to come by believing in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who said the most important words ever said in history to mankind. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We're reading today in the Word of God at Malachi chapter 2, verses 3 and 4. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I pray, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we are weak and feeble, and we know it. But Lord, we also know that you are strong and mighty, And we need to trust in you and depend upon your strength and your might and not rely on the arm of flesh, be it someone else or ourselves, uh, 
So Lord, grant me your energy, your strength, your unction, your anointing, your freedom, your liberty, and the power of your Holy Spirit to read your Holy Word and to obey your Holy Word and to encourage others to do the same and to come to know you as Savior before it is eternally too late. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. As the old black preachers used to say, I feel my help coming. If you're not saved, get saved today, the day after Good Friday. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved. As I said, today we are reading Malachi chapter 2 verses 3 and 4. Behold, I will corrupt your seed and spread dung upon your faces. Even the dung of your solemn feasts, and one shall take you away with it, and ye shall know that I have sent this commandment unto you, that my covenant might be with Levi, saith the Lord of hosts. My beloved, that was Malachi chapter 2, verses 3 and 4. Now here is the sense of it. <clears throat> the Bible Knowledge Commentary, the BKC, goes on to say the priests were then warned of a rebuke that would fall against their seed. Zerah seed refers to grain or to physical descendants. The following threat of the removal of the priests from office makes the latter option more probable. The following threat of the removal of the priests from office makes the latter option more probable. Some have suggested <clears throat> some have suggested that instead of Zera, the text should read Zeroa, which means arm. To rebuke one's arm was a metaphor for rendering one powerless. This would correlate with the interpretation that the curse concerned the blessings pronounced by the priests on the people. <coughs> the Lord said, pardon me, the Lord said he would spread on their faces the waste matter from the sacrifices my, 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 which ironically were described as festive, spread from the verb Zara is a pun on the word Zara. My, 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 
seed the descendants who were the object of God's rebuke. The priests would be made as unclean as the awful. O-F-F-A-L. Much as it was discarded, so they would be disposed of as well. In other words, they would be cast out of service. Then they would realize that the Lord was speaking to them. His purpose in admonishing them was to purify the priesthood so that his covenant with Levi could continue. Let's pray. Holy Father God, thank you so much for helping us to understand better this very serious passage. Help all of us to take heed. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Scripture and the Sense podcast. Please remember to read the Word of God, the Holy Bible, each and every day of your life and pray without ceasing to God about everything and for wisdom to understand His Word and apply it to your life. Most importantly, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou, you, shalt be saved. Please stay tuned for a complete presentation of the Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ so that you can get your soul saved from hell to that wonderful place called heaven when you die. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Now, dear friends, if you're with us today and you do not know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, allow me to show you how you can place your faith and trust in Him, Jesus Christ, for your soul's salvation from sin and hell. First, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's laws. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have failed God. We're all guilty before God. You do not have the right to look down your nose at others. You're just as wicked as others. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty, there is a punishment for sin always. You will be paid for your sins one day. The Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Our payday someday is death to these beautiful bodies. Death to so many things before you die. Death to marriages. Death to relationships. uh, Death to material things. You will experience a thousand deaths before you die because of sin. But ultimately, you will die physically. Your body will be put in a cold, dark grave. And that ought to be frightening because it is frightening. But more frightening is that your soul, if it dies without Christ, will go to a burning hell to spend eternity in a dark place, even though there's fire. You say, Preacher, I don't believe that a loving God would put people in the hell where Jesus Christ 
the loving and lowly one preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Jesus Christ, the loving one and the lowly one, preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. He said in Matthew chapter 10, verse 28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Also the Bible says in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Whatever you do, don't experience the second death because it's bad news. Hell is bad news, but I have good news for you. You don't have to go to hell. Jesus suffered and bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose again on the third day, and he said these words to you before he left here. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shalt be saved. Pray and ask Jesus Christ to save your soul and to come into your heart and change your life. He will do it. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. If you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered and bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose again, and you're ready to trust him as your Savior, pray and ask him to save you, and he will. I'll be glad to lead you in prayer in what is called the sinner's prayer or the prayer of salvation. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. I am guilty because I have broken your Ten Commandments, your law. I've taken your holy name in vain. I've dishonored and disobeyed and disrespected my own parents. I have lied many times before. I have lusted after people and things and what others have. I've stolen things before. Uh, so Lord, that's five to six commandments I've already broken out of your Ten Commandments. And so please have mercy and grace upon me. For your Holy Son's sake, Jesus Christ, please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart the best way that I know how. In the Lord Jesus Christ. That he suffered and he bled and he died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose again. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul.
and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past and help me to turn from my evil ways. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you, dear friend, congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. And Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, Please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good until next time. Now, I may be traveling here over the next few days, and, uh, but I will resume preaching as soon as I get back, and I will do some preaching while I'm on the road. So thank you so much for your prayers. Please continue to pray for us, and we will continue to pray for you. God bless you. Until next time.